Hello and welcome to another episode of Breaking the Capsule. Here we open the capsule on several health conditions and concerns that help, may help you gain knowledge to better your well-being. How's it going, Nan? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, just, um, you know, December as a pharmacist or pretty much any retailer. Yeah, you know how best crazy time of it the year. Best time of the year because safety net season mm. where um, everyone trying to get their free medication while they can. And oh, yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. We always, you know, always run out of stock because just can't keep up with the demand sometime and mm. just, sometimes. Uh, hectic. just yeah. yeah. Did you just come from work? Yes, hot off the press or should I say tired. But um, no, it was all good. Um, yeah. Nothing too dramatic or anything. Uh, but yeah. Pretty hot as well. Oh yeah, that forty degree heat wave. Yeah, is it tomorrow? No, today's thirty nine. Thirty nine. And then I'm pretty sure it's the weekend is forty one degree. Oh. And, Are you uh, gonna be working? I'm working on Saturday, and then got mm. a game afterward, which is indoor. Indoor, oh, but yeah, then the aircon doesn't work very well there, <laughs> so it's definitely gonna be sweating, sweating. like uh. heaps. Even though I'm just a goalkeeper. Yeah. Um. How about you? Are you going out this weekend? Uh oh, got a Christmas party this Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I'll be indoors Saturday and Sunday at work, so should oh, be alright. Dream, yeah. I have to turn on the aircon, wasting money for no reason. Oh, it hurts. Yeah. Ah oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So uh, since it is safety net season, or mm-hmm. uh, well, that's what we call. Uh, we should talk a little bit about uh, PBS, which is a pharmaceutical benefit scheme in Australia. It's sort of like a um, governing system to help with like maintain, keep the medication cost low and then help regulate the medical uh, system in Australia. So if you are not from Australia, um, like I can see from the stat that we have quite a few of listeners from Americas, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, uh, Europe, um, just you can just turn off the podcast or you can... <laughs> Keep listening for more information. If you plan on moving over. Yeah. And so, like Nan said, some medications are covered by the government. Uh, interesting fact, in 2016 to 2017, the government um, covered over $12 billion worth of meds. So... That's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, what would you do with $12 billion? What would I do? Well, I just told you how I just... Go back from a furniture store. Uh yes. Yeah, yes, could, your adventures could, could could have buy lots of beds and mattress. <laughs> um, could buy a house. Could buy a house. You know the Australian yes. dream, having your own house. house. Mm. Uh, put some money in a share market. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, we're not finance That's podcast, nice. so we can't oh. talk much about it. Um, yeah. speaking of the the amount of money that the PBS mm. spending to cover the cost of medication. Yeah. So in the year of 2018-2019 financial year, the top 10 PBS drug by cost that's covered by PBS, um, a lot of them are like uh, the monoclonal antibody for or like some medication for hepatitis. Um, Hepatitis C, sorry. So like the hepatitis C medication, Mm -hmm. that is number one. Yep. Because it's really expensive. Very. One one month supply generally costs about thirty thousand mm. uh, dollars. so government spent about almost four hundred million million yeah. dollars on hepatitis C medication. Ugh. I mean, think about it this way, is actually 
cheaper to pay for all this hepatitis C medication mm. than paying for people with hep C to yeah. go into the hospital. Yeah. Public system. Public system. Mm. And spend days and nights there. It actually mm. costs a lot more. Yeah. And then the second medication is for uh, macular degeneration. Mm-hmm. So that's about 360 mil. The third medication is for, can be used for quite a lot of things. So um, arthritis, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's about uh, 320 million. And then just keep going on after oh, that. So many millions. Yeah. But, uh, so. They kind of sound like a bunch of Harry Potter spells. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. We'll probably wouldn't bother you with that details. <laughs> you can find these online as well. <laughs> yep. Um, but so the top 10 uh, drugs by script counts that the government was covering. So at the top, some of you might know Resuvastatin. So that was at a count of 12 million or over 12 million. And then we've got Atovastatin. So that's 10.9 million. Esomeprazole. So 9.2 million. Pantoprazole, 7.3 million. And Perindopril at 6.5 million. And there's more, but basically you can see where the numbers are. Yeah. Well, being covered. seems like majority of Australians have uh, high cholesterol, cholesterol or have <laughs> lots of reflux and some uh, infection as well. I mean, infections, yeah. I suppose. Okay. Like, you'll get sick at some mm. stage. Um, yeah, and um, according to another stat as well, so the top 10 drugs by daily dose per 1,000 people, people in population per day, pretty similar to that as well. So number one is Atovastarin, number two is Rosuvastarin, so the same as the uh, previous list. Number three is Perindopril, which is a blood pressure medication. Uh, and then after that, just the same thing, blood pressure medication and reflux. And reflux, yeah. But yeah, as you can see there, the, the amount of money that the government is is covering for Austra- out. <laughs> uh, yeah. for Australian to have a healthy life is like massive, mm. big chunk of money. So how how does it work in Australia in terms of government helping, paying for so medication? there's something called the PBS co-payment. So essentially, whether or not you're a concession card holder or a Medicare um, entitlement person, so you, if you get a script and it's the government is covering them, so if you've got Medicare, it'll cost you $40.30 maximum for any medication that's above that. If you have a concession card, then it'll be $6.50 maximum, and that's for this year, so 2019. Um, but it does increase every year due to inflation and indexing. You can ask your pharmacy if they do the co-payment um, where they take a dollar off. So then that would for this year would be five fifty and thirty nine thirty. Yeah. Um, but once you reach a certain threshold during the year, you reach something that's called the safety net. Yep. So, sorry, just to clarify what right. Ishan said as well beforehand. So. Um, l- let's put an example right there. Mm. Yep. So let's say the hepatitis C medication mm. I mentioned. Oh, yeah. The top so one. The $30,000, no one can afford that. I mean, unless you're Warren Buffett or Bill Gates, whichever it is. <laughs> so instead of paying 30000 30, out of your pocket, you only have to pay either $40.30 if you are not a, on a pensioner, pensioner or yeah. concession card 
or you only pay $6.50 if you have one of those. And then the rest, the balance, covered, <laughs> covered by, by the, the government. government. It's a pretty so good you, discount. Yeah, you can see how lucky we are in Australia compared to, uh, uh, for example, America, where there are a lot of medication, uh, actually majority of them, you have to pay yeah, everything. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure insulin there, you pay about thousand dollars a month easily. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. insulin here is all covered as well. All covered, yeah. So forty dollars, thirty or six fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why, like in in America, there's a lot of cases people either don't take the recommended dose of insulin. Mm. They only take like a little bit, a little to, bit, just to tie it through. Yeah. Or they don't take it at all. That that just dangerous. That's mm. pretty much. Life-threatening. Yeah, harming yourself right right there. Kind of wish that kind of discount was in, um, like, furniture stores. Oh, yeah. Ah, (laughs) let's not talk about it. Uh, It still hurts. (laughs) Um, So, let's talk about a safety net. So, in basically, in 2019, if you are a concession or pensioner, and you... So, you basically pay $6.50, and you pay... uh, You have 60 prescription, which is total up about $390. Then you will reach safety net, which is, I mean, any medication after that, it'll be free for you. Uh, same thing with people who are, are like general patient, um, who's on the $40.30 mark. If you, if your total prescription cost is 15000 sorry, $1,550.70, then anything after that will cost you $6.50 each prescription. So that is a good incentive, or not say incentive, mm. it's a good reward system. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to it's, phrase this. Uh, what do you call it? A good continual health. A good, <laughs> good support from <laughs> good the government. Support, yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. To help with lowering the cost of medication for yeah. people with chronic problems. Yeah. So yeah, that's why, as, I, as we mentioned in December, because the safety net will expire on the 31st of December every year and then mm. start again next year. So people try to get as much freebies as they can yeah. before the next year's rollover. Yeah. Uh, there is sort of a one um, catch of it though. Uh, you think that you can just get like 100 bucks at the same time for the freebies. Uh, it doesn't work like that. You have yeah. to wait. Majority of medication, you have to wait 28 day. 21 days in between of each prescription before it counts yeah yeah if you get it early it will roll back to your original pricing mm. yeah. yeah so uh like nan was saying you basically try and hit that safety net uh a thing to point out is if you reach your safety net uh you should be given a safety net card so essentially what that does is if you don't go to your usual pharmacy and you go to a different one you give them your safety net card and they'll be able to input the number so that you don't have to pay what you were paying before and so you still get that cheaper price basically yeah because uh because the thing with the safety net is like not every because not all pharmacy are linked to each other so mm. if you reach what at one place the other place might not know you reach safety net due so you got to tell them yeah another thing as well is if you normally go to multiple pharmacies uh, this is before you reach your safety net Make sure that you have a record of all the medication that you get there and then reconcile at the end of the day because uh, I've seen a lot of cases where people go over the safety net threshold mm. and then they've been paying extra Good money price, for no yeah. reason and then they're just wasting money. Yeah. Yep. 
So, as you've probably noticed, it does take a bit longer to do scripts, especially this time around the year, just because there is quite a bit of paperwork. So, if your script does take a bit longer, that could be one of the reasons, or someone in front may have hit safety note, and that may have taken up some time as well. Yeah, the paperwork is such a pain as well. <laughs> take a while. Yeah. So there is a way around getting more than one box and having it count towards your safety net. So say if you're going overseas for like three to six months or so and you're on regular medications and obviously you can't just get one box and then wait three to six months and then come back and get the next one. So what your doctor can do is endorse your script with something called Regulation 24. So basically what this does is it allows the pharmacist to dispense all the repeats. So say if you've got like a blood pressure medication and there's five repeats on it, so that's six supplies in total, and you're going away for six months, you can get all six boxes at the same time and they would count towards your safety net. So there's no 21 days in between that you need to wait. So that's a good way to also make sure that you're continuing your medications and that way you're not missing out on the safety net as well. So there's something called, well, it's a bit of a slang, but script owing. So have you had many script owing sort of requests? Or like people saying like, oh, can you just give me an owing? Bro, scripts? that's like everyday thing, every day. Every day, yeah. yeah. Well, there's technically, there's no such thing as called script owing. Mm. What the, the right term is called continue dispensing. Yep. So let's say you're on a regular blood pressure medication and you ran out of your repeats no more tablets left and you you need to keep taking it mm. uh, what you can do in that case is and let's say you can't go see your GP straight away so what you can do is you um, call up the doctor call up the GP or the pharmacy call up the GP and then they can either give a verbal order or get uh, fax or email through a script they still have to provide the pharmacy with a physical script within mm -hmm. seven days um, but yeah if once you receive those verbal orders or fax script then you can supply the patient with three days worth of medications uh, up, or up until the script arrive and mm -hmm. then you can give the rest of the medication to them um, Another option is if you're on statin, which is the medication that for cholesterol, and which we mentioned in one of our episodes recently, or if you're on a oral contraceptive pill, then you can supply a one month worth of medication without the uh, without the contacting the doctors, yeah. uh, and but you can only do that once a year, mm. and then yeah. That's pretty much it. All right. And then another common question that I always get in a pharmacy is, uh, let's say you're a concession patient mm -hmm. and you normally pay $6.50 for your medication, mm -hmm. but sometimes you have to pay like $8.50 or $9.50, like just a couple of dollars on top of it. Yeah. So that's what we call brand price premium. Yes. So that's the lovely thing that we have to sort of have that conversation at the till being like, okay, yes, you are on concession or... It should be this much, but it's going to be a bit more. Essentially, what that is, is what's in the name. So it's the brand price premium. So if you get the actual brand, they tend to put a bit of a price on top. So that's not from the pharmacy, but from the actual company itself. And so then that's why if you get the original brand, sometimes they can have 
that extra price. Whereas if most of the time, if you get generics or pretty sure every, yeah, all of them, generic majority, of majority yeah. it'll be that 650 or 430. So that's usually a safer way to go. And there's no nasty surprises there. Uh, sometimes you might find particular scripts are private or some are covered. The reason for that is, so for example, PPIs. Uh, what is PPI, by the way? So that's your proton pump inhibitor. So for your stomach, that we did mention. Yeah, we did the reflux. Ago. Reflux, yeah. 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 So like your, uh, you know, Nexium, Somac, right. for example, then that's, like, yeah. So basically those ones, uh, you have to have a particular condition or a particular situation whereby your medications would be covered by the government. Otherwise, they would be considered private, and so then it wouldn't be like your forty thirty or your six fifty yep. price. Um, there's another. There's one very common uh, medication as well that also have a lot of like a uh, lot of explanation that mm. I have to do is you know the Panadol steel. Osteo, yes. Yeah. So uh, in the past, like a couple of years back, pretty much if you're uh, it covered for everybody. Mm. So yep. it, let's say I have chronic pain or something like that and I'm a concession, <laughs> I only have to pay $6.50 for uh, like two box of Panadol steel. Yeah. So that's like 192 tablets. But then recently they, there's a bit of changes. So the uh, it's only going to be PBS if you're Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islanders. Or if you're indigenous people in Australia, mm. if you are not, then unfortunately it's not covered. That I I have a lot of conversation there with the uh, with my patient because they questioning like why I used to get covered and now I don't get covered, but mm. why these people get covered? So that's one of the choices that they've yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, that government imposed. Uh, we forgot one thing. Good news uh, in 2020. Mm -hmm. uh, the government there's a bit of uh, changes in the government in terms of the safety net threshold for the patient surprisingly in a good way yeah very good way so normally let's say for the general patient you in 2019 you have to reach $1,550.70 uh, $1, next year it will only be $1,486.80 so that's about $100 yeah. Uh, saving to reach the safety net. Um, the number is even better for the pensioner yep. um, or people on the healthcare card. So this year is at $390. Next year is at $316.80. So um, that's uh, really good and save a lot of money so, for yeah. the pensioner, especially like how hard things are in Australia with, when price, mm. like things everything in go up in price something gonna yeah. go down in price yeah yeah so you like, can save that for christmas yeah like you know did you see the news about the energy bill no no what happened there? oh so funny story in within the next three years hmm. energy bill in western australia gonna increase by six percent oh but every other state go down oh it hurts i don't know why well oh. probably because in Austra western australia there's only one supplier of Electric City, which is mm, synergy. synergy. Yeah. And then in other states, you've got like Alinta. Got a few, yeah. So like there's a lot of competition there. Mm. But we're not here to talk about that. No. We're just here to complain about the pricing. Yep. We'll do a side podcast for that. Yeah, mm. hopefully. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so that's the general pictures of the PBS safety net uh, co-payment in Australia. Yeah. Um, in a capsule. In a capsule. Do you have any other comment or you want to tell our listener? No, but I mean, I'm considering to get solar panels after that little uh, news break you just did. But uh, De- Definitely should. Should, yeah. Cause, uh, so, you know, my system here is, mm-hmm. I think it's like 3 point something kilowatt. Oh, yeah. You c- and... When the previous owner they install it, mm. cost them about six thousand. Oh, okay. But now with right. six thousand, mm. you can get a six point six kilowatt. No, you oh, only pay three thousand for yeah. six point six kilowatt easily. Ooh. No problems at all whatsoever. Looks like that's the way to go. Yeah, and well, I'm trying to get a solar panel battery, but it's still oh. quite expensive. Yeah, um, and the technology not there just yet. Mm. Um, hopefully it's get better. Yeah, before that price increase. Oh man, <laughs> crazy. Um, so that's it in the capsule. Um, and yeah. since we got nothing else to talk about, um, we'll finish it this week. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. All of the information provided on this podcast is for educational purposes only. If you have any questions, please see your healthcare professional.